Jerry, I'm sorry. I'm. You have insurance, right, buddy? No. How can you not have insurance? Because I spent my money on the Clapco D29. It's the most impenetrable lock on the market today. It has only one design flaw. The door must be closed! <laughs> Welcome to Talking Seinfeld, the podcast where we discuss everything we know about the show about nothing. I'm Dando. I'm Guy. Today we're here to do our little review on The Robbery, which is the third season, no, the third episode of the first season. Don't get ahead of yourself. Yeah, I know. I just want to skip through. (laughs) Fourth season of Seinfeld is my favourite, so I can't wait till we get there. But we're still here in the first season, The Robbery. Now, I'm going to say this title, you think a lot of shenanigans are going to go down. The Robbery doesn't play a big role in it, really. No. It's not as eventful as you think it's going to be. The Robbery is kind of... What's known as a MacGuffin. It's something yeah. that kind of that you know sets things in motion and makes things happen. But uh, you know you don't you're not really that privy to it. It's no. like the uh, it's like in Pulp Fiction. You know the briefcase that everyone opens. And go, no one knows what's in it. That's a MacGuffin. The robbery is a MacGuffin. It was just a light bulb, though, wasn't it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like a mirror. Yeah. What did you think of uh, the robbery, though? I, I enjoyed the robbery. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was I mean, uneventful, but still really. It was just solid. Well, if, if, if it's a show about nothing, this is kind of a really good yeah. example of that where, yeah, not a lot actually happens, but it's sort of, yeah, it, it makes a lot out of nothing. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. It, By flipping it, a coin, they base an entire scene around that. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, when you look at that and go, or, you know, the whole, which is something I want to talk about in a minute, but the whole odds and evens thing, which yeah. I, I simply don't get. I don't understand either. No. I'm rock, sorry, listeners. Rock, rock, paper, scissors I get because, yes. you know, you don't know what the other person And dynamite. Do. I don't know that one. <laughs> oh, can you do that? When you're a kid, you just put your finger up and say, dynamite beats everything. It's <laughs> pretty... Oh, that would have changed my life. It's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> that is a major life hack. But odds and evens, I mean, what you say... Had, I, I don't I, understand. Don't ask me. I don't get it. I don't yeah. Get it. <laughs> but listeners, but you if, say, if you do know, talkingseinfeld at gmail.com, let us know. Please do. Let us explain, explain the rules to us. Because, I mean, if you say you're evens, what, do you have no control over your fingers? I, you, I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should look it up. I think we'd better. We'll look it up at some point. We'll do that. But yeah. No, I enjoy this episode a lot. Yeah. As I said, it, uh, yeah, it takes the whole thing about nothing and just really stretches that. But it's entertaining with it. Yeah. I think. It sort yeah. of gave us an insight, too, into obviously Jerry must be on good money. True. Because- Two reasons that made me realise this. First of all, he's able to just go, I'm going to rent an apartment that's double the rent mm-hmm. and doesn't bother him at all. The other thing is Kramer, all this stuff gets stolen. He's like, don't worry about paying me back. It's an accident. I'm like, yeah. you took that pretty well. Yeah, that's something I noticed in this one. Well. like, you are very chill. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't think if, if, if my friend left my front door open and all my shit got stolen, my TV and whatnot, which back then was worth a lot of money. Yeah, your TV, your VCA, your answering machine, something else got- A few yeah. things got taken. He said, ah, it wasn't your fault. Like, it was just an accident. I'm he like, um- He really <laughs> brushes that off. And I mean, yeah, it's- it- if 1990 guy had his had his VCR doll, <laughs> you might as well have cut off my arm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so important. <laughs> but I, I just, to me, that didn't seem realistic. And I, I don't know. I feel like the character of Jerry in later seasons would be really bothered by it. Yeah. I guess they just didn't have anywhere to go with it. True. Like, I mean, look, you could. Like, pr- it wasn't just the front door was open and someone came into the house. Like his stuff was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't care. I can understand him, sort of like uh, you know. Kramer, will you shut my door? Shut my door. Yeah. <laughs> and we got the first one of those moments in this episode. 
The door must be closed. <laughs> <laughs> I think he also said the first um, sliding entrance by Kramer. Yeah, like, kind of, yep. Sort, yep, of, yep. sort of zipped in. There was also a few little things, a little attention to detail that we'll get into once we do the proper review. Yeah. Um, but also, what do you think of this episode in the sense of where do you think or how do you think the show would have felt had Jerry actually moved? Because that apartment just didn't have the Seinfeld vibe, it, did it? It didn't, no. No. I mean- I, It looked like a typical sitcom setup. It's amazing how sort of familiar and, you know, it's become to us. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I know this episode was called The Robbery. I knew there would be a robbery. But when he first comes back, even the second he walks in the door, it's like, something's not right no. here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, you know, here are two pictures. What's, you know- What's missing? Yeah, six things are not in this picture. <laughs> Have a, you know, it's like- Hey, wait a minute! That's, that that's that was something there, and now it's not there. So yeah, that magnet's now purple. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's uh, it's clear how much you know. I won't say the apartment is like a fifth character in Seinfeld, but yeah, it it's, really for iconic shows that the set is absolutely well. Yeah, like I mean Friends, the yeah, couch. That's exactly like that. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, what was your favourite moment from the robbery? For oh. me, it was Jerry with the door must be closed. I just really dug that scene. I, I did like him sort of extolling the virtues of his lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sort of doing it. Um, for mine, it was probably it was actually the, the the just the closing line. You know, where the th- these three very neurotic people who quite frankly deserve each other. Yeah. Uh, you know, not having a good time in this really nice apartment, which you know the new tenants are sort of say, "We're barbecuing every day." I'm Rub- so cl- rubbing it in their faces without yeah. realizing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm so close to the park that I'm jogging all the time, losing weight. Hey, I got, got a hot neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one. Does she come into it later, do we think? Do, I don't do think we so. know if Diane comes back into it? Yeah, I don't she, think so. For some reason, it's like, you seem like someone who, you know, Jerry and George would have like a rival, an ongoing rivalry, yeah. and you'd come back into the picture occasionally. Um, but just that, yeah, very last line of, you know, the two guys behind them saying, I know we're sort of getting ahead of things here, but, uh, oh, well, you know, I'm out of town. I'm going to have to give up my apartment. How much do you want for it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just all three of them at once. It's, just a, it's a really nice kind of. Just classic comedy. I was say, it felt like a classic sitcom ending. The it freeze did, did. frame. Yeah. yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that. It was just, you know, played very well. Just the timing of it was just right. So that was probably my favourite. I yeah. mean, there, but there was a lot of good stuff in this, I thought. Trivia time. Mr. Davis, Trivia I'll let time. you commence. Very late in the episode, George, wearing a very natty cricket jersey, it seems, is at yeah, the yeah. diner. Comes out, he says, wow, there's a great mirror in there. You just look good in that mirror, which I can wholly relate to. Because yeah. sometimes you come across a good mirror where he's like, Wow, do I really look like this? Cool. Yeah. He comes out and he says he looks like Robert Wagner. Yeah. Now, Robert Wagner, he's got a you know, long list of credits. He's sort of old Hollywood. But one of his famous things was he played one half of a team of husband and wife detectives, crime solvers, on a on an 80s TV show. Mm, you've lost me. It was something to something. No idea. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably getting yeah, way too... Back in the past for this. The show was called Heart to Heart. Heart to Heart. I have definitely heard of it. I've never watched it. We might actually... We'll see if we can find the uh, opening credit Heart sequence. Heart to Heart like, sounds like a soap opera. <laughs> it's H-A-R-T to oh, H-A-R-T. Yes. yes, yes, I know now. And I think... It's, I think they I've might, seen that, yeah. Yeah, they, they write detective novels or something, or they're, or they're just rich. Okay. It's a very 80s show because, yeah. you know, you couldn't have poor people You're on TV. Yeah. <laughs> By the way... Look up uh, Robert Wagner on uh, on thingo on <laughs> the internet. Yeah, that's what you call it. Um, a very classically handsome Hollywood dude looks nothing like George Costanza. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> George is deluding himself. My uh, my questions just come from the episode. What what street was the new apartment on? <gasps> oh, something west. West, yeah. 
like 72nd. West 83rd. West 83rd. Yeah. Kramer was mm-hmm. distracted by a TV soap opera when someone broke into the, uh, when someone broke into Jerry's apartment. Or yeah. someone, no, they didn't even break in, they just walked yeah. in. <laughs> what soap opera distracted Kramer? He was getting the spatula. Bold and the Beautiful. That is correct. Bold and the Beautiful. It's uh, very it's very distracting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name was big on Young and the Restless and what's the other one? Days, Days of Our Lives. Yeah. They were her two, like, school <laughs> holidays. We had to watch that because Nan watched that. <laughs> we well, always see, stayed with Nan. That, going back to what we were talking about, I mean, that stuff that's got the ongoing storylines that are all yeah, connected yeah. and the mythology, like, you can't jump into Days and Days of Our Lives halfway. No. No, I mean, unless you're, like, with your Nan or something. Like, if you watched like, it for, like, a week... Yeah, you might be able to catch up, but yeah. I mean, you need you need Nan and Exy. Like, who's that guy? Now? He's the twin brother yeah. of So and So. That does that's not that's a very inaccurate representation. That's no, pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Facial expressions at all. <laughs> I actually did the thing where you do your teeth yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Next question: How much does Elaine offer for the couch initially? Oh, so I was about to say what Jerry wanted for it. Mm. She says 20 20 she? bucks. Yeah. Come on, Elaine. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking 350 is a bit much for that couch at that time. For yeah. $1990, I think that's... Uh, Depends I mean, how long ago did he buy it, though? It looks... I mean, it doesn't look like a Freedom couch. It looks like a fantastic Freedom couch. Yeah. Or an Amart couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to those fine establishments, because I bought furniture from there, but... Yeah. Uh, I think it's where the, this desk is from. Fantastic furniture? Yeah. It is, yes. Yeah. It is literally fantastic furniture. <laughs> Thumbs up to those guys. Who sponsors? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it. Just least. keep saying their names. Well, yeah. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll, we'll manifest our destiny. <laughs> Your final question? Do you have one more for me? Or do you need uh, two? Yes, yeah. Again, this is sort of an old TV-related question, but uh, okay. when uh, Jerry says to George, when George rocks up in the apartment, how did you get here? And George pulls a little sort of well, you- hand movement. Yeah. yeah. And does the- that And does the thing. Yeah. That, do you know where that's from? Now, is that from- I Dream of Genie or Bewitched? No, Bewitched is a wiggle the nose. Yeah, it is I Dream of Genie. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, oh, maybe it's a combination of the both. Yeah. But no, it's I Dream of Genie. I used to be on like 5.30 in the afternoons on Channel 9. I used to watch that when I was younger. Absolutely. Yeah. I think they had the double feature, like a back-to-back of Bewitched and I Dream of yeah, Genie. Yeah, yeah. Solid yeah. theme music, both of them. Yeah, I don't think they ever- that was Bewitched. Yeah, I don't think they ever remixed Bewitched into a dance theme, but they certainly did for I Dream of Genie. They really? Oh, yeah, there was a dance club banger back in, back in the early 90s. Really? And they put like a... So when you're at the club, you would hear it? Yeah. That's fantastic. Did you know that they also did one of like the Sesame Street theme? No. Sesame E's Treat. So it was basically like if you were, you know, tripping on whatever. Yeah. But that, yeah... Again, we're gonna we, we're gonna find this on YouTube and put a link to it because I mean, if I yeah, Dan is looking at me you, like he doesn't you, believe me. You're so excited, yeah. <laughs> oh, because I'm I'm traveling back in time, yeah. what thirty years to when I'm, I I'm tripping right now. Yeah, to, <laughs> to when I yeah, I was actually twenty kilos lighter and had a full head of hair and was hitting the clubs and on a singing yeah, Sesame Street Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Did you uh, have like different lyrics? That's fantastic. It's actually for a young like nineties kids, Australian nineties kids. There's a great rave theme of the totally wild music. Oh, it is office chops. <laughs> it is so fucking good, man. Like you would, you would like if you're gonna do Oz aerobics, you're gonna be doing it to this. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show you that before we go as well. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah, um, but I'm pretty sure there was yeah, and also an I Dream of Genie remix. Okay. Pump, pump. Oh, yeah. Had lyrics. Pump, 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 pump it up. <laughs> <laughs> we will find it. Oh. 
Now, let's get into the rundown through the episode. So, the original air date of the robbery was June 7th, 1990. This is in the US. We Believe me, we Googled and yeah. we, we, we couldn't find when it actually aired in Australia. Yes, the original air date in America was June 7th, 1990. One day after... No, June sister, 6th. No, my sister was born oh. in 92. Although, it's also my mum's birthday. So, I guess my mum was turning... 30? Dan, it was my understanding when we did this podcast that we'd be no maths involved. I was going to say. I start off with some stand-up uh, about road rage, getting the finger and whatnot. What do you think of the stand-up in this episode? It was better than the last, I think. It, it, it was fine, but I mean, yeah, Jerry's being a little disingenuous. Everybody knows what the what the finger actually yeah. means. It's like, insert that finger, you know, somewhere uncomfortable. Turn, turn it sideways and stick it straight up your candy ass. Is in, what pretty say. much. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, the toe would be worse. So yeah, the toe. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be pleasant at all. I wouldn't like to see the toe, and I wouldn't like to have the toe put somewhere. If someone's coming at you with their toe, what do you think? Like, what do you do? Well, you call triple O immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't you're either coming up against Bruce Lee or yeah, someone with severe mental issues. Someone in a street fight video game. (laughs) Someone taking their shoe and like coming at you with a toe. Yeah. What? This guy's clearly crazy. Off your, <laughs> off, your, off your meds. Yeah. One thing I did notice here is you mentioned a couple of weeks ago that the theme music really matched the routine here. So when he said the punchline, it went... Ah. Like it's, it's, now, it's clearly written to the stand-up material. Oh, cool. I, because I actually that. watched the video that you told me about on YouTube yeah. where he's talking about it, and he mentions how it was a, it was a fresh... Um, bit of uh, music every episode. Like, it wasn't okay. just a stock standard thing that he made. It was he would watch the episode and play the song accordingly. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, hadn't, I, I, I mean, of course, I knew about Jonathan Wolfe's music and all that, but I hadn't considered that part. So, oh, yeah. that's really cool. Every episode was its own unique soundtrack. Yeah, yeah score. It's pretty cool. Neat. Now, now we get, uh, well, the episode begins after, well, after the uh, bit of stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Jerry's in his apartment doing some- uh, He's the master packer. Some zen-level uh, luggage packing. I'm really related to this, I've got to say. I love to pack. <laughs> I, I let Nicola do it because whenever I do it, it's never as to her satisfaction. So, I just let her do it. <laughs> do you not do- Do you do separate bags at all? I don't pack that much. Like, we'll go to England for two weeks and she packs for two months. You know what I mean? I'm like, Nicola, why are we taking 30, 60 kilos of stuff to England? <laughs> like, what are we doing? I don't know if it's a, um, an OCD thing or... Yeah, yeah. Um, Lou's convinced it's because I'm Virgo. Uh, I'm Virgo, yeah. yeah When's so, your birthday? September 11th, right? I'm September 5. 5. Because no. you're a day after me, of course. Yes, yeah, exactly. No, my birthday is not synonymous with the great American national disaster. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I love to pack. I love to pack a good duffel bag. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Lou and I went to on our first holiday together last year, went to Bali. And, you know, I knew we were going, well, I mean, not, not that I sort of did the maths in my head, you know, that, like that bit in the hangover where Zach Galvanakis is sort of seeing all the equations. It wasn't like that. But I'm like, okay, we're going eight days. Temper's going to be like this. I think I'm going to need this, 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 and this. And I'd also like to take these things. Just in case. Yeah. So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to need you know, a bag roughly this size. Okay, you know, I'll be wearing shoes, but I'll take these sandals so they'll go on either side of that. This stuff goes in here, fold some T-shirts, go on there, get a little nice little layer going. That goes at the bottom. You know, laptop in between some clothes so it doesn't get you know, mashed up. There you go. So I had a duffel bag and a backpack, and that was it. And I think Lou had like two suitcases and, <laughs> and, a, and a handbag. Now, admittedly, you know, if she, I think she wanted to have a few more options. And Did you tell Louise this at the time? No, we were we were we were not we were not yet a whole year in our, into our relationship. <laughs> uh, but I think she I think she tweaked that. Yeah, like, do you really do you need all that? And I wasn't being judgmental. I was like, did you say that to her? Oh no, I didn't say. Do you really need all that? I was like, because no, she was like, 
do I, do you think I need to bring all this? It's like bring whatever you're comfortable with. You know, this we 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 know our. Um, if you've got the weight limit, you might. We know it. our weight limits. Yeah, let's bring it. I'll, I'll, I'll carry it if you need it. Yeah, and you're not going to be bringing back burnt DVDs anymore like you would back Absolutely. in the day. No. <laughs> Which Bali was the best for. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, my apologies if that sounded offensive or uh, or anything like that. I certainly didn't mean it. That's your shtick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just horribly out of touch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean... I'm actually sitting here with an onion on my belt. That was the style of a tag. <laughs> Um, anyway, so George arrives. Elaine um, talking about how she's going to be flat sitting or apartment sitting. Okay, so now, is there anything else I need to know about this place? Uh, yeah, the hot water takes a little while to come on, so the best thing to do is to turn it on, yeah. do all your shopping, <laughs> and come back and take a shower. Okay, this is quite a place. There's more. The refrigerator. Deduct a minimum of two days off all expiration dates. No meat, no leftovers, no butter. And I cannot overstate this. No soft cheeses of any kind. Is that clear? I'll eat out. One more thing, Venice, regarding sexual activity. Strictly prohibited, but if you absolutely must, do us all a big favor, do it in the tub. So Elaine wants to eventually move into the apartment, though, doesn't she? That's the, she that's the story. She wants to get away from. Is Tina her uh, her obnoxious uh, she's flatmate? A, act, it's an actress, uh, waitress, actress, yeah, or actress, waitress. She, George said she was a waitress, actress. Yeah. But guess what? Now she's an actress, waitress because she just got a gig. She's yeah. in a chorus line. And yes. She's you know, belting out songs in the apartment. Uh, also, I think I think uh, my girl JLD Julia Louis Drivers does the best eye roll this side of Tina Fey. There, just sort of. She asked George for help. Can you find a new apartment for me? But she, it's not really in her price range. One George is thinking I visit. Yeah, which is is funny because I mean I always thought Elaine was sort of like doing all right. She always struck me as the one who was actually. I think maybe later on. Yeah, yeah, very early days. I guess so. Yeah, but uh, he mentions to Jerry. Maybe Jerry would want the apartment. Jerry's not interested at all. But Elaine's like pleased because she really wants Jerry's apartment. Mm. Can we also we, we talked about fashion earlier, and I think we're always going to talk about fashion. Yeah, of course. We talk about Seinfeld. But George's jacket. Oh. His whole everything in this episode was not good. No, yeah, this was a pretty this is a bad letter day for, for clothing. Yeah. But particularly George's. I mean, because that's just that sh- you know, unconstructed that members vest, only that vest jacket. in the restaurant. <laughs> I missed the vest. Was, was, it, was it a vest like the 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 cricket jacket kind of thing? I was was it a cricket jacket, was it? Okay. Oh, cricket jumper, like the white jumper. Yeah, like the, a, yeah that's like, a, weird like an old school cricketer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was, a, I think it was an actual... It had sleeves. It wasn't okay. a vest. Oh, okay. no, if it was a vest, it'd be so much worse. I was just like, people didn't wear this, did they? I thought that was just cricketers. <laughs> no, no, that was a thing. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, someone, you know, there were a few people who could pull it off. Yeah? yeah. Were you one of them? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have liked to, but I couldn't. But, uh, so Jerry's Jerry's gone. Um, <laughs> by the time he has left and come back, there's been a robbery. So he comes back in. It was good physical acting here, wasn't it? Mm. The pointing the remote at the TV, but there's no TV there. <laughs> Kramer has left the door wide open to get the spatula. Elaine's very like she doesn't want to admit to what happened at the start. She, she walks. She's obviously been cleaning yeah. something. I don't know what. She, did you see well, what she was wearing? I missed that part, but I, I did like that. It was a good payoff. Of, you know, Jerry was explaining how you know. He's got crap hot water, so you know, if you want a hot shower, turn the tap on, do everything else. Do the shopping. Yeah, and he actually said, Yeah, I was out of Bloomingdale's, so I was waiting for the water to warm yeah. up. So, that's a neat little callback. That's, yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. <laughs> um, Kramer, the stuff's been stolen because Kramer left the door open. Kramer 
he's coming across a far more likable now where like he he clearly is sorry. <laughs> yeah, he does <laughs> he doesn't feel good about what but, happened. But, he's, but, but he's not really apologizing. Yeah. He's just like yeah, he's always like explaining situations. I feel, I feel bad that it happened, but you know these it things happened. happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just bad luck for everybody. It's like, <laughs> no, no, no. You left the door wide open. <laughs> the other thing is that did he have a key? How does he always get in? Yeah, like because Elaine, Elaine mustn't have been home at the time. He's a bit mysterious and supernatural sometimes. <laughs> I <is>. guess so. <laughs> but you're um, right. Very Jerry's very casual about the loss of his of his of his stuff, yeah. including his uh, including his answering machine. Which the uh, the cop comes in a minute later to sort of file the report makes the gag, which not appropriate but funny. <laughs> <laughs> but no one, no one. Got the I like that though. no one got it. Yeah. Even, even like, <laughs> I'm not sure I got that either. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's a good joke, but it's a joke that you sort of have to think about too much. Yeah. But don't, don't you hate you have, that? You have you to s- think about it for just a little bit too long. You know, when you have to explain the joke to somebody though, that you just like, oh, now it's ruined. Yeah. You, you like, oh yeah. The- <laughs> The funniest joke is one you have to explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been on a date, said a joke, and they haven't got it? And you've got to make the decision of, do I explain the joke or just move on swiftly? I think I have done that. And, <laughs> and I'm more often than not, I'm not going to... Yeah. I think you have to get to know someone before you can sort of do that whole thing about... You see, the reason why that's funny yeah. is that... Sweep I mean, under the rug. <laughs> and you make a kind of a joke out of that part, the fact that you've told a joke so badly... Yeah. ...that you have to explain the joke. And, that's, and, and it becomes a cool joke. <laughs> yeah. And you sort of... Yeah, you... Do a little sort of collar tag, like, yeah, well, that one went really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the cop openly admits that they're never going to find anything. That that's a good. That was a good exchange. Like, you ever you ever find anything? No, no. <laughs> and that's pretty much what the cop said to me when someone um broke into my car. They smashed the window, and they were taking fingerprints. And I was like, "Is there any point for taking this?" And he goes, "No, nah, we just, we just have to do it. <laughs> it's like, we, this, we might as well just throw these in the bin. Like, it's never we're never going to catch the guy. Basically, I, I appreciate an honest cop yeah. in that regard." <laughs> <laughs> um, George reminds Jerry of the other apartment. Elaine's still keen, so Joe said, "Let's go take a look." Also, you get a very old school reference to Ethel Merman, who was a uh, who is that? Ethel Merman was a uh, oh, like a, a singer from America in maybe the thirties and forties. Known for having a very big voice like this. So, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, yes, I don't expect anyone under the age of maybe seventy to okay. know who Ethel Merman is. <laughs> I only know her because. You know, Ethel is such an old name. The only Ethel I know is the grandma from the hit Henson live-action dinosaur show. <laughs> <laughs> we are very em- em- emphatic about it. was a hit. <laughs> such a hit. Um, you know the movie Flying High? Yes. Do you know that one? Yeah. 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 In my head, I just immediately thought of Fly Away Home. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> Completely different movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know the one that was the, yeah, 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 the, the piss taker yeah. of the disaster movies. Yes. We're on the plane this land. And uh, I think that's the first time I ever heard about it because I saw it when I was like 10. Called Aeroplane in the States. Called Aeroplane in the States, yeah, yeah flying high here. And um, the, the lead character's having a flashback to when he was in some um, uh, – he was in the mental hospital after having, you know, a traumatic experience during the war. And he's telling his girlfriend about some of the other people on the ward and it's like uh, – yeah, that poor guy thinks he's Ethel Merman. And they cut to, I think it actually is the real Ethel Merman. It was probably oh, really? like, you know, 70 or that stage, but she's saying, you'll be good. You'll be good. I didn't know who oh, Ethel that Merman was. song. Yeah. That song. Yeah. Okay, now I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know who Ethel Merman was, but I saw it with my folks and they just laughed. And for some reason, I thought, well, you know, you laugh automatically when your folks think something for yeah. you at that age. But also, I was like, Hey, this is meant to be a you know a hospital full of you know war veterans, or whatever. And here's this old lady in pajamas being sort of held down by orderlies. <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. I'm yeah. not I'm not 100 sure why it's funny, 
but it's funny. There's, some, there's something unique about this situation. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, sorry, we took a little uh, sidebar <laughs> to discuss Ethel Merman. That's why the patrons keep shelling out the cash. <laughs> Thank you, we appreciate it. We, we get, we get the, uh, the standoff about calling the police. I got ripped off for about the 18th time. And now the first couple of times you go through it, it's very upsetting. And your first reaction, or one of your friends will say, call the police. You really should call the police. So you think to yourself, you know, you watch TV, you think, yeah, I'm calling the police. Stakeouts, manhunts. I'm going to see some real action. Right? You think that. So the police come over your house. They fill out the report. They give you your copy. Now, unless they give the crook his copy, I don't really think we're going to crack this case. Do you? like Batman where there's three crooks in the city and everybody pretty much knows who they are. Very few crooks even go to the trouble to come up with a theme for their careers anymore. It makes them a lot tougher to spot. Did you lose a Sony? It could be the Penguin. I think we can round him up. He's dressed like a Penguin! We can find him! He's a Penguin! They look around the new apartment. Um, this is where I thought Jerry just wasn't acting well when he's like, what would you tip a wood guy? Who would deliver this? He's just asking questions. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. That that seems like um, not bad Seinfeld stuff, but the kind of stuff when we, we, we were saying earlier about, you know, stuff about nothing. Yeah. It's like, just trying to throw yeah. in, shoehorn this random conversation. about yeah, do, you, do you tip the wood guy, but you tip the wood guy, but not the so-and-so guy? Or? The, I, I get that. You know, it's trying to be like a real conversation, but no one would ever really bring that up. No, I, I don't know. It just, I think it was more so the delivery as well. I just think yeah. he was just really annoying, just walking around pretending to chew on Chewy. Yeah, so, mm. so, just, just, <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, it annoyed me a little bit. Yeah. Did you like the place? Did you like the apartment? It's hard to, it's hard to tell, really. Well, it is only half a block from the, from the park. True. And it's got a little backyard. Yes. And <laughs> you can barbecue in there. <laughs> and, a, and a fireplace. Yeah. Um, Elaine and George seem to like it more than Jerry. Yes, Elaine was sort of overselling it. Yes, yeah. yeah. But we know why. I did like when he closed the door on Elaine with the walking around. Now it's great. That was always going to happen. Yes. (laughs) But her facial expression when he opened the door, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the only thing here is, and it obviously pays off in the next scene, but I wrote, I forgot, George seems almost concerned that Jerry wants to buy it now. I'm like- well, I th- I think He's just been trying to sell it to him for the last two scenes. What's going? I, I thought the thing of that whole scene was that um, he's starting to look at it through different people's eyes now and go, wait a minute, this isn't bad. But Maybe, I want this place. I want this place. Yeah, yeah. And I, he's I, doing I, such a good job of selling it that he's selling it to himself. Yes, yeah, yeah. So then he decides he wants the place. We come to Elaine trying to buy the catch off Jerry and yeah. she just completely undersells him, but, but 50 bucks for a catch is still I, a good deal. I think her prices are more... Appropriate for that couch than, than Jerry's price. <laughs> she she lowballed him with twenty. That's that's uncool. That's what you always do. You, yeah. wait, you find yourself in the middle. George brings the lease and then reveals that he also wants the apartment. He's got a terrible poker face. Oh, terrible! Mm. The thing is, though, if you were in Jerry's situation, you could never take that apartment now because the guilt yeah. trip. Oh yeah, you, like, you, you it, couldn't have George over and, anymore. And he's, he's he's right because George would mope every single time. He's there. He's a moper. <laughs> George mopes at the best of times. So yeah. yeah. In a, circuit, in, a, in a situation where he's like, you deprived him of something he really wanted. Mm, yes, absolutely. Then he, uh, they decide to flip a coin. Do you want to flip a coin? Who flips? <laughs> you flip, I'll call. Okay, fine. All right, all 
This is the official flip. No crying, no guilt. Winner takes all, and that's it. Agreed? I'm good. I don't know who to root for. George's place is carpeting. <laughs> all right, now you call it in the air. No catching. No, no. All right, flip it. Heads. Tails. No, it hit the table. It hit the table. So what? Interference. You can't count that. Come on. Are you crazy? The coin cannot touch anything. It affects it. You didn't call no interference. You don't have to call that. That's a rule. I don't believe this. Oh, oh, oh. All right, fine. Jerry, you win. Take it. Just take it. I don't want to win it like this, Elaine. I did love the whole interference thing. Like, that was just, in my opinion, that was George. There's no such thing as interference, but that's just him working on the fly, trying yeah. to figure out a way. How can I make him do this again? Because I've just lost. Like, if that had have gone in his favor, it wouldn't have mattered. It's something to be said for George. If he was able to... <laughs> I don't think he's a dumb guy. He's not at all, no. No, and I, I get the feeling if he was able to sort of channel that energy he has for, as you say, thinking on the fly, thinking on his feet... He could probably really make something of himself because <laughs> he's always sort of, he's he's always looking out for number one clearly. Yeah, but sort of in ways that are counterproductive, like you know, sleeping under his desk or. or this. But he does seem to fail upwards throughout the course of the show. I mean, he yeah. gets some pretty good jobs, doesn't he? For Works some, for the Yankees. Yeah, you know, he gets time with Steinbrenner and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> my take on this: there are no rules in a coin toss. It doesn't matter what it hits. I don't think so. I don't think there That's are. That's what I liked most about this, is the fact that yeah. he's just made a rule up. Yeah. It's, it's, but, I mean, yeah, there's, is there anything more, you know, impartial than a coin toss? It's either head or tail. I mean, I'm sure somewhere in the history of all the coins that have been tossed, maybe once it has landed on the side. Yeah, it's definitely going to Yeah. Yeah. But the, the um, thing is, though, it all depends on the end result. Like I said, if it worked in George's favour, that interference wouldn't have mattered. No, absolutely <laughs> not. So, of course, then, then they go to... Odds and evens, which Dan and I freely admit we do not understand. I just don't get it. No. I, I, I watched that scene twice trying to understand what was going on. And I just yeah. didn't, didn't know it. It's like you don't have control of your fingers or something. Yeah. It's yeah. Rock, weird. paper, scissors, however, has some degree of... It's a combination of... It's like poker. You know, yeah. it's, it's a combination of uh, you know what you've got, but also being able to read your opponent. Like, I'm pretty sure Jerry's going to go with the rock here. I'm sure once- Jerry's a rock guy. <laughs> once our listeners explain to us the rules, it'll make so much sense. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be probably so obvious. But um, So, George goes to mope in the toilet and or the bathroom, and Kramer then comes in and says he's accusing the, the Irishman from down the hallway for stealing the stuff. Was it an Irishman or an Englishman? Englishman, was it? Okay. Oh, I, I it, it may have been an Irishman. Uh from the UK. Who can, with, yes. <laughs> Bloody Brexit. Yeah. And oh, I know about the stuff. What did he say? <laughs> what stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, yeah, Kramer's able to sort of read something sinister into, like, yeah, the real, the most innocent of inquiries. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> and he knows he, he, he was nervous because he swallowed. <laughs> <laughs> now, this was the little attention to detail that I really liked that I feel... Michael Richards was brought to the role. Mm-hmm. He races at the door. Then at the last minute, he comes back and closes it behind uh, him. Oh, I must have looked away for like sort a of second. The characters learnt not to leave the door open anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just like that little bit. Um, then we get the stand-up once again of how kids settle differences. This was my favourite stand-up in the whole. Um, when you do callsies, I call the front seat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was pretty good. It yeah. was <laughs> like we've, all, we've all been kids, obviously, and we've all done the callsie. Like shotgun. Well, we say shotgun more often. What about you? Did you ever do the shotgun? Never did shotgun. I will tell you something, though. Uh, when I was a teenager, I did a year at boarding school, and we were all, you know- in You did sa- boarding school? I did, for one year. Okay. And we are all in the same dorm, and um, I think it's the first night we were together, 
Yeah, first night we're all sleeping in the same room together. And um, I don't know, maybe this was a rule that- How many? Other board- There were four, 15 of us. In one room? Yeah, in one dorm. Yeah, okay. so it was like, uh, we, they were called units. Yep. Now, maybe there were other sort of more experienced boarders in there, but at some stage before everyone went to sleep, someone said, first shower, someone said, second, third. And so, whoever said first shower- Fuck, one shower for 15 people. Oh, no, no, no. There were, there were like maybe- I think there were two showers in the in the shower sort of setup. Yeah, yeah. So it was the first and second got to have first and second showers. Then I think yeah, pretty much gave up after like fourth or fifth because yeah. then it was just like well, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, we'll get, <laughs> get, we'll get in there when we I'm get in there. Stink. Yeah, but no, we, that was I guess that was my personal version of like shotgun or anything like that. I love the mirror in that bathroom. Well, what in the hell it is? I look terrific in that mirror. I don't know if it's the tile or the lighting. Like Robert Wagner in there. <laughs> it's a good mirror. We've all got somewhere like that. Yeah. We, we've all got a room with good lighting that we kind of like. If you're going to take a selfie, take it in here. It's like when you go to a nightclub, you've had a few beers. Look oh, the, yeah. You go to the toilet, you're like, <laughs> I am looking good. Oh, yeah. You, you do that Homer thing where you look at the mirror and it's like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you think you've got the six pack in the, the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Complains about the menu, um, kind of in the food, puts on, and then. Uh, Pretty much lays on the guilt trip, and Jerry's like, "Well, I can't have this apartment because you're going to be moping all the time." And the waitress overhears the conversation and says, "Well, she's showing some interest." Cut to the trio on a couch at a party because that waitress now has rented the apartment, and the three of them are just saddos having a very what's it, a shit time. A shit. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine's incredibly annoyed that neither of them took the apartment. Yeah. George should have just taken it for himself, really. Jerry wouldn't have minded. I'm Elaine. Pretty, yeah, I'm, it, I'm pretty sure bygones would have been bygones eventually. Yeah, there might yeah. have been a little tension. Not the other way around, though. He never would have forgiven Jerry for taking the Oh, I don't think. No, <laughs> I think George is kind of petty like that. <laughs> uh, the new tenants are accidentally bumping it all in. The masseuse neighbour we mentioned earlier and whatnot. Um, and now, did you notice here uh, Julia like looking at her... Because once the masseuse comes in, looking at her breasts. Was that what she was doing? I thought she... I, I was like... She'd spilt something on her... Yeah, because I was wondering what, Cause the, what sort of acting... Because the waitress was, had like oh, that tight she, clothes with a boob oh, sticking okay. out. So Elaine's like looking at us. I'm like... That's, I guess that's what some people would do. She's very obvious about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, clearly not that obvious because I thought that she was checking for a stain on her shirt or something. But it's what's the vibe I got? Because okay. I mean, for example, if a guy sees another guy who's like really buff and built, you feel you, a little, you, you do know, tend to sort of like mm, sort of tense your arms a little bit, try to make yourself feel a little bit stronger. Yeah, you sort of you know, pull the shoulders back a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, they, as we mentioned earlier at the start, they overhear the conversation with the two guys and. How much, is the, uh, how much is the rent? Mm. And that's the end of the episode. Very that's classic it. sitcom ending. Ding, yep. But um, overall, I really enjoyed this. Not a great deal happens. Like, we don't even get to see no. the robbery. I wanted to see the robbery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we never find out who actually took his stuff or if he gets his stuff back. Yeah. But, you know, Jerry's so kind of casual about it all that, yeah, it's... It'll be interesting, like, if three seasons down the line, <laughs> he was, like, you know, walking somewhere in New York and someone's flogging a... Um, <laughs> That's my VCR. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kramer is slowly becoming Kramer. He's still not a main character yet. I don't believe. Like, no. I feel like he's just that weird neighbour. He's not the. It's not a. It's not a forecast show yet. No, but a little Forward Kramer. Cast. A little Kramer always goes a long way. Yeah, I think. Well, so, yeah, certainly in these in these uh, early episodes. I mean, yeah. maybe once they figure out how to integrate him or use his. Uh, Use the character of Kramer or use Michael Richards' skills a bit more effectively. Well, he doesn't yeah, go outside yet. No. That's the thing. Like, his character yeah. doesn't go outside. So, you yeah. can't do anything with him. When does Newman come into it? Uh, not for at least a couple of seasons, I don't okay. think. Yeah. Don't quote me on that. No, no. Yeah. It's too late. You're already on the record. Yeah. Once, uh, once Newman comes into it, that's when it really starts getting good with Kramer. Mm. 
Yeah. He, just, he needed that little lackey. I think so. Yeah. And Wayne Knight was just fantastic. <laughs> well, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, that was the robbery. That was the robbery. Next week, we're going to be doing Male Unbonding, which was going to be the second episode. But okay. they, that's the one where they thought um, Elaine wasn't... It wasn't explained enough that they were who she was and that they were uh, in a previous relationship. It's very interesting given that we're doing Talking Seinfeld. We're also doing these Simpsons commentaries. And yep. you know, going back to the start of these two very important sort of iconic shows. Top 10 of all time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, where all the episodes are sort of a bit jumbled. They're a bit out of order. Yeah. Because yeah, well, the they're the still working yeah. out what's what. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Mail and Bonding. That's the one where Jerry learns that breaking up with a friend, like a male friend, is a lot harder than breaking up with a, with a girlfriend. I think it can be. It can be, 100%. I don't think I've ever actually broken up with a friend. You just sort of lose touch. You can, absolutely. But we'll, we'll talk we will get into that we'll next week. We'll talk about week. this yes. at another time. Thank you guys for listening to our review of The Robbery. Let us know what you think of Talking Seinfeld podcast, talkingseinfeld at gmail.com. Also, if you want to get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts, including the commentaries that Guy just mentioned, future on podcasts and plenty more, it is patreon.com slash discount. For now, I'm Dando. I am Guy. Uh, Keep listening. You won't be able to shut us up. We're going to be providing so much content. <laughs> <laughs>